Hello, everyone. If you are listening to this the day that this airs, happy Valentine's Day, or as I like to say, happy day after National Self-Love Day. We just wrapped up uh, yesterday the seven days of self-love challenge over on Instagram. And oh my gosh, this was my favorite thing that I have done in quite a while. So I really want to thank everybody who was a part of it. It brought me so much joy to spend those seven days talking about caring for yourself, showing yourself love, showing yourself care, all as a part of our wellness journey. It brought me so much joy, and I hope it brought you some joy too. I hope that you had time last week to reflect on um, you and your patterns and the way that you talk to yourself to challenge yourself a little bit and to grow. If you didn't get to participate and you're like, oh no, what is she talking about? You can still go to Instagram um, at bewellwithsteph and find all the posts and the live videos that are saved there. So if you're just hearing this, listen to this episode for the quick recap and then you can go over to Instagram and check those out. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. There were a million topics that we could have picked to talk about in relationship to self-love. We could have talked about sleep for one, and that is one of my very favorites when it comes to caring for yourself. We could have talked about sleep health. We could have talked about hydration or relationships. And that's the thing. Everything related to wellness is really an act of self-love. When we are pursuing good health, when we're finding ways to care for our body, for our mind, for our heart, when we are making those small shifts every day and we're making changes to the way that we do stuff, that is the essence of self-love. All those wellness things are self-love. In this episode, I want to run down a summary of the self-love challenge we did last week so that you have everything and all the ideas in one place, and so that you could refer back to this as kind of a self-love refresher anytime you need it. And I really encourage you to do that. Um, I mentioned in a, one of the self-love videos that self-love is what I would call, again, a practice. And we've talked about the idea that we call yoga and meditation a practice. We could also call nutrition a practice. You are not expected to be um, a rock star at any of these things the first time that you try to incorporate them into your life. You know, you, you do them a little bit over time and you learn and you grow. And I also think we put self-love in that category, that self-love is a practice. So I, I want you to be able to refer back to this time and again, maybe download the episode and save it so that you can revisit your self-love practice. And I'm encouraging this so strongly because I really believe that when it comes to our lives and the choices that we make and the things that we do, that we have two really big motivators, the two biggest motivators. And I would name those two biggest motivators as fear and love. And we have the choice in all of the actions that we do to operate from a place of fear 
or to operate from a place of love. And when we operate from fear, things get a whole lot tougher. Um, Practices related to fear often involve more restriction or they have more of a lack mindset. Let's take, for example, the idea of heart health. So you might say, my family has heart problems and I'm afraid that I'm going to have heart problems or heart disease later too. Later too. So in order to combat that, I'm going to start cutting stuff out. I'm going to remove fat. I'm going to do all low fat and I can't have sugar and I have to really uh, run a lot, things like that. Those practices are a result of fear. Fear usually comes with rules, hard and fast rules. It comes with feelings of guilt if we don't follow those rules. The same situation we could approach from a place or or a perspective of love, of self-love. So when we look and say, my family has heart problems or heart disease, I don't want to have those same problems. So I'm going to treat myself with more love. I am going to nourish myself with fruits and vegetables and fiber and things that are heart healthy. I'm going to create active habits that I enjoy so that I can really stick with an active lifestyle more. I'm going to work on reducing my stress, treating myself more gently and putting less pressure and stress on my body systems. That's operating and approaching your health from a place of love. So this is really an emotional thing. It's a mindset thing, Um, but it can make an incredible difference in the way that we show up and put effort into ourselves based off whether or not we are operating from fear or operating from love. Another thing with this, think about the people that you love other than yourself, right? We've been talking a lot about self-love, but think about other people in your life that you love. When we love someone, aren't we willing to go to lengths for them? We might be willing to do things for other people that we don't always do for ourselves because we love them. We put in effort for people. We make sacrifices related to love. We are honest related to love. We want to do that with ourselves. When we love people or or we love a situation or we love a hobby even, or, you know, if you love to, I don't know, I'll say cook. I'm just picking a hobby, but think about something you love. If you love to cook, then you put in time and effort. You do things that are difficult. You reflect on it and you grow. That's approaching something with love. When we fear something, we usually stay away from it. We don't often run toward stuff that we're afraid of. We may have a fight or flight instinct related to fear. We might give up or feel a lot of stress or resistance around things that we're afraid of. That's not an awesome place to be making choices related to our health from. We don't want to be making choices for our health related to a fight or flight, related to giving up or stress or resistance. So I say, let's decide together, you and me right now, that we are going to approach our wellness from a place of love and not fear, okay? Okay, let's run down the seven days and seven ways to grow in our self-love. Number one was affirmations. It was paying attention to the way that you talk to yourself and thinking about how you start your day with powerful phrases. To affirm is to say something strongly and to offer emotional support. So when we offer ourselves positive affirmations at the start of our day, we're offering ourselves 
strong statements of emotional support that start to shift the way we're going to think about the day. Words have so much power. They can have even more power if you write them down. So on day one, we encouraged you to come up with some statements that make you feel good. Maybe, um, I have what I need to tackle my day. I face new situations with love, or I face new situations with joy. I am capable of doing hard things. I am capable of nourishing my body. Caring for myself is my priority. You come up with your powerful statement and then consider writing it someplace where it's going to give you visual cues, putting it on your mirror, your fridge, your laptop, your bedside stand, and reminding yourself that you can offer yourself words of powerful encouragement anytime to help change the way you are thinking about yourself and the situations that you're in. Number two was move your body. Move your body for your physical health, but also for your mental health. We talked a lot on Instagram about how moving your body is an act of love that you can do anytime in all sorts of small ways. And that maybe the first step you need to take is recognizing that moving your body does not have to mean formal workout. Moving your body doesn't mean I go for a run or I follow an exercise plan or I close the rings on my Apple Watch. Moving your body means making physical movement an um, an intentional part of your daily routines. A morning or evening stretch, a quick walk around the block, or even a walk around your house wearing clothes that feel comfortable to move in so that you can move throughout your day anytime you want to. But keeping in mind the fact that when you move your body, you are going to see returns in the way that your physical body feels, but also in your energy levels and your mental clarity and all that other good stuff. So the day two challenge was to move your body. Day three was nourish. Make a point of feeding yourself stuff that feels good. It feels good to fuel and to think about your nutrition from a place of abundance. Nourishing my body is not about making choices that eliminate or restrict what I eat, but rather about making choices that load me up with as much goodness as my body can handle. As always, you can start small. You can think about adding nourishing whole plant foods to your diet one little step at a time adding a fruit in the morning, swapping for a whole grain, adding a vegetable at dinner, giving yourself a lot more water. All this little stuff adds up, but again, it feels so good to both your physical and your mental health and your energy levels and your clarity to be nourishing yourself. It also feels good to know that when we nourish ourselves, we're treating our bodies with extra self-love by giving them the vitamins and minerals that they need to function well, to protect our immune system, to protect us from chronic diseases. So step number three there was to nourish your body. On day four, we talked about celebration, celebrating your wins, celebrating the stuff throughout the day that you do that maybe you didn't feel like doing when you started out, but you did it anyway. Celebrate yourself. If you drank your water bottle and you finished it, then you set that down and go, "Ah, I am a rock star. (laughs) It feels silly sometimes to celebrate the little things that we do, but when we stop and pause and recognize our actions as good, we're really rewiring our brain. And you've heard me talk about this before with um, like tiny habits and with building consistency, that an important part of our wellness routines is to wire our brain to view the changes that we're making as something good. 
as something positive because we run away from fear, we run toward positivity. So if we can wire our brain to say, you know, I didn't, um, maybe didn't go for an hour long walk, but I did walk up and down my stairs a few extra times and that pumped my blood and it cleared my head a little right now. And I feel great about that. And then we play our favorite song and we tell our brain, when I move my body a little bit extra, it feels good. It's important and I am winning at life, okay? So even though it can feel silly to put into practice, I want you to start practicing celebrating your wins and telling yourself that all the little stuff that I do throughout the week makes a difference. Number five is to stop comparing. Stop comparing ourselves to people on the internet. Stop comparing ourselves to friends or family members that are doing things differently than we are or that seem to have things different from what we have. To stop comparing ourselves to former versions of ourselves that no longer exist or to ideas in our head of where we thought we were going and to instead live and embrace who we are in all of our glory in this present moment. I'll encourage you at that this point to go back and check out episode two of this podcast, Be Well With Steph, the podcast episode two, where we talked a lot about the comparison trap and how to avoid that. Number six is the reminder to challenge yourself to do something once in a while that just sparks joy. We don't play enough as human being adults in 2022. We don't play enough. We need to play more. And this is your reminder that you are alive in life for so much more than to go to work and try to eat salads. And you got to find that, girl. I know that sometimes we are tired or stressed or overwhelmed, but I would challenge you to think about the fact that maybe you are tired, stressed, or overwhelmed, not because you are doing too much, but because you aren't doing enough of what makes you happy. And you need to go out and carve out and set aside and make some time for a priority of doing something that sparks joy, doing something for the sake of fun. Challenge number seven, the final day, challenged you to embrace your individuality, to reflect for real, to really stop and think, what is it about me that makes me different? What is it about me that is a quality I like? or respect, or want to share more with other people? Is it your sense of humor? Is it your sense of style? Is it the way that you listen to other people when they talk? The way that you're able to communicate back to people? Is it the way that you bake? What is it about yourself that you like, that you enjoy, or that makes you uniquely you? You might have to dig deep. If looking at yourself through this lens doesn't come naturally, dig deep. Put on a song you like or sit in the quiet with a favorite drink. Maybe have a notepad. Maybe just close your eyes and take some thought and think, what is it about me that makes me unique? You could write it down and you can remember it because as it says on my mirror, as someone was nice enough one day to um, offer words to me, I will offer them to you. You are a flipping gift from the universe. And you are not only a gift from the universe, you are a gift right back to the universe. There's nobody like you. There is literally nobody exactly like you. And you have gifts that the world needs. 
You have gifts that could make somebody's world, even if it is in your own household, you have gifts that could make somebody's world a better place to be in. Find them. Dig deep and figure out how you can embrace what makes you uniquely and individually you. So that's our list for right now of seven ways that we can challenge ourselves to practice life with a little bit more self-love. Before I let you go for today, I am so excited to share something with you and I hope you'll stick around for just a couple minutes and listen to it. Today is the day. Today at the time of this episode's release is the day that my brand new one-on-one coaching program is officially open. This is a individualized wellness lifestyle coaching program that is designed especially for millennial women who want to feel in control of their health. Raise your hand for a second if that is you. Are you a millennial woman who wants to be more in control of your health? I'll go a little bit further and say this is for you if you are tired of diet rules and workout plans and cookie cutter programs that you've tried and tested and that leave you feeling defeated. This is for you if you want daily habits and routines that work for your life long-term, that aren't just quick fixes, especially when it comes to how you nourish yourself or what your relationship with food is like, building exercise habits, improving your sleep health or your morning rituals. You don't want somebody's uh, cookie-cutter program you're going to try for 21 days and be done. You want to build systems and routines and habits that work for your life. Dare I say, the last program. You're looking for energy and confidence and self-awareness. The idea that it's not motivation, it's dedicated, isn't cutting it for you anymore. Like, you get it. You need to be dedicated. But how? How do you become dedicated and consistent when you're trying to build these new habits? And if, if this makes you feel a little bit stressed out, if you are anxious about the idea of making healthy changes, maybe you could just use a trusted friend in your pocket every day that helps guide and support you along your journey. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what this program is for. It's no longer just about getting to your health goals. It's about creating a healthy lifestyle. It's not just about nutrition or exercise, but it's about being in control of your well-being. And that control over your well-being is able to bring you an increase in self-confidence the ability and desire to go after what you want in life and the energy and self-awareness to make those dreams happen. So I'm so excited to offer you this coaching program. It is a combination of one-on-one sessions and connection, lots of connection in between those one-on-one sessions where you're able to chat and ask your questions, where we can work through day-to-day challenges to building habits and mindset shifts, stuff that you're thinking about as you work to create these new routines with as much support as you need. There's also a bonus element this time around where working through this one-on-one program with me will also get you added to the Be Well Together membership automatically. Um, for the three months we work together and then also for a month afterwards. So you have that support Um, through additional videos, recipes, discussion forum, my workshops, like you get the whole shebang. Does that sound exciting? If that sounds exciting to you, I would love for you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com slash work with me 
and find the wellness lifestyle coaching there. If you're not totally sure, it sounds kind of cool, but you have questions and you want to see if it's a good fit for you at bewellwithstuff.com slash work with me. You can also find um, free discovery calls. So a place where we can connect, we can talk, get to know each other a little bit and see if this kind of program would be right for you in transforming your wellness lifestyle and gaining control of your healthy habits. So again, that's bewellwithstuff.com slash work with me. I'm so excited to bring you this opportunity. And again, so very grateful to those of you who spent all of last week participating in the seven days of self-love challenge. If you like this episode, Um, I would really be very grateful if you gave it a share and referred people back to the seven days of self-love challenge on Instagram, where they can go and find all these videos and we can connect and welcome them into our community. Thank you guys so much. I hope you are doing well out there. I hope that you are feeling the love and I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Bye.